everybody. Welcome to the Francast. This is a show where we talk about everyone's favorite show from the 90s, The Nanny. And we are recapping season five, episodes 19, 20, and 21 today. So much fun. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. Larry's here. Hello. And Colleen is here. Hi, everyone. How are you both doing? All right. Pretty good. Hanging in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Very good. Yeah. We only have. This is it. This is the last episode before the wedding. Can you believe it? Woo! So fun. Yes, we have some really fun plans coming up for the wedding. It's going to be a very fun uh, double episode to cover. And I can't wait. It's going to be cool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's almost as fun, maybe more fun than attending a wedding is covering this wedding more fun yeah <laughs> i say yeah they're not always fun <laughs> depends no. on who it is <laughs> <laughs> and our first episode that we're going to talk about is called the immaculate conception and it is uh, got a 7.1 on imdb the little summary is that basically Maxwell's father, he dies and they find out that he's giving his whole estate to a secret illegitimate child that he's had all these years in secret named Concepcion. And so that means that Mr. Sheffield's not going to have the inheritance that he thought he'd have. And it sets off all kinds of drama. And overall, what did you think of this episode, Larry? I thought the episode was okay. I particularly, of course, just love the bits with Sylvia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was all right. Mm-hmm. What did you think, Colleen? I agree about the same. It was okay. It wasn't my favorite by any stretch, but I thought it was a pretty good episode. It's funny. I think of immaculate. I went to a my grade school was named Immaculate Conception, so that's all I can think of oh, when really? I see this. <laughs> I, I think of that every time I see the name. So I think of my school. Did you go to a Catholic school? Yes, I did. Through yeah, eighth grade. Growing up. Oh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Catholics are the only ones who use those like r- super dramatic words like immaculate um, in their, yep. in their titling of buildings. Hmm. Yeah. And I think it's a pretty funny episode. It was, it was maybe even a little better than I remembered. So I was like, Ooh, is this one of those crin- kind of cringy cultural ones? And it's not too bad, actually, when you watch it, but uh, you do have some very sweet moments between Fran and Maxwell that make me love it. This episode, I just love when, uh, you know, it's just as easy, just as easy to marry a, a rich girl as it is to marry a poor one. And uh, that whole sort of scene between them. I love you so much for richer or poor. It just, oh, <laughs> It was Love cute. It. I do like it. Was it was so cute. It was adorable. And I, what do you think of when Niles comes in and says that he's wearing the the cologne Fran gave him Mar- named Tester? Yes. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Fran is, Fran is pretty, pretty stingy with her gift giving, it seems like. Yes. <laughs> Tester. <laughs> Uh, perhaps what you're smelling is the stench of your decaying youth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Looking refreshed. 
And uh, the and they say, pity she left all of his money to a trollop. And Francis, you left it to me? <laughs> uh, yeah. And you find out the Niles visited Cece in the home. This is very cute. <laughs> and whispered like crazy stuff to yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and Cece says, thus far I'm enjoying my return to sanity very much. <laughs> So, yes, we find out that that Grandpa has given his money to his fourth child, Concepcion, and uh, and it says, and she says that she was living with a guy for five years but couldn't make a commitment. And he said, Francis, there's your DNA test. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are start getting kind of worried about the money. And... Fran has this whole fantasy about living with Maxwell and her mother and while she's pregnant. <laughs> and what did, what did you think of that whole fantasy section? What do you think, Larry? Well, <laughs> I mean, I know the, the kind of premise is that you have to have like stable money. You have to kind of come from money to be Uh able to have the track record Maxwell has had on Broadway. Um, But (laughs) I'm like, Hmm, I, (laughs) this went downhill real quick uh, for Fran's little (laughs) fantasy. Um, (laughs) All righty. It's it's weird to see Maxwell like that. I don't know. It was he weird. still has he still has his own income. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, it's not like he has nothing. He's not destitute. Yeah. I thought that was the weird part. I'm like, you're not gonna just your career is he won Tony's. You can't tell me he squandered all his money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, okay, this is the dramatic turn for the character of Maxwell. Um fun. What did you, did you, Colleen? Did you think it was funny? I did. Yeah, I get. I crack up when they kind of put the man and the the wife, the white tank top, and the you know the mm-hmm. just looking like a slob. It's just funny to me. It, I, even though it's very stereotypical, it's funny. I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially yeah. him like that because he's such a good looking guy and he's always so yeah. debonair and suave and yeah, dressed up. I agree. I thought it was funny. I mean, it's totally white trash, of course, but that's the joke. (laughs) (laughs) And I did like the joke from Yetta when she says that her love stepped into a magician's box and was never seen again. (laughs) Oh, boy. I I feel like we've gotten so many different endings to to Grandpa over the years. (laughs) Yetta keeps changing. That one was funny. Francis, oh, there's nothing to worry about. There's no problem. And then we see Maxwell off to London on the Concorde. Right. <laughs> oh no. And, uh, and for Sylvie, I hate the poor house. Uh, and this is what's one thing I taught you: death begins in the colon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my goodness Uh, yeah oh this is the this platter looks like it is made for us no no it says served from 8 to 11 (laughs) my gosh i just i did love that little interaction with concepcion's mom and sylvia the whole thing let's Mm -hmm. get down to the real question here (laughs) let's where's the 
uh, room the service. Room service. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I just love the way that the other mom like hands it to her and looks at her. Like they like have like a standoff with each other over the menu. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what it said. That's what I they when it says no, it says served from yeah. eight to eleven. She think thinks that means uh how served. late they're serving not that not how they think that means how many it's serving yeah versus when it's served yeah oh that's no good for us then. yeah <laughs> that's right but yeah i liked their little interactions with each other mm-hmm. and so then fran says to maxwell says i know what it's like to be poor and i i don't want you to have to deal with that and he is so cute. He says, I love you so much for richer or poor. And he said, she says, at least can we have a split level in Long Island? And she says, I mean, he says, I want you to have the house of your dreams. And she says, this is the house of my dreams. <laughs> you know, that's yes. not cheap. I watch House Hunters. No. Nothing in Long Island is cheap. <laughs> nothing in Manhattan, nothing in any of the boroughs is cheap. Anywhere in, in yeah. that area in Long Unless Island. You're, <laughs> unless you're lucky enough to have rent control. Right. That's the only way. I think. But that is her dream. <laughs> now, I wonder how much the Sheffield house would be worth today. And that'd be oh interesting. To, I wonder if we can find that yeah, anywhere in the middle online. of Manhattan like that. Woo. 20 million. Yeah. Million? It would be worth so much money. Yeah. Right? No, seriously. Right. At least yeah, it would be, I mean, you hear about insane. these co- apartments selling for millions of dollars and they're like one or two bedrooms. I mean, that's like a brownstone, right? That would be millions and millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> Let's see. I found something online. See what it says. According to Apartmentalist, a one-bedroom unit in the building of this house, of this where this house is, is four thousand dollars per month. <laughs> a three-bedroom, two-bathroom penthouse was listed for six thousand seven hundred fifty. Oh, that's lower than I would have expected. Actually, I was thinking like 6, twelve thousand. Oh, I know. I'm not saying yeah. I can't afford that. But... <laughs> no. Elaine, let's just move right in. Yeah, um, let's just all move in. Yeah. We need like 10 people living there. Yeah, I was like, the three of us it. would still get evicted, wouldn't even get approved. It says, three here, of us. <laughs> nope. says here that in 1999, a quick search of Zillow finds several comparable properties, at least in terms of size and f- basic floor plan. It says one home located in 74th Street. Is currently on the market for twelve point four million. I was in the ballpark. I'm a little higher, but that was yeah. ninety nine. So yeah, it'd probably be twenty something. Uh, yes, it says that so that's its no, that's its value today. Oh. Though twenty years after the Sheffields left Manhattan, oh, the home, however, was sold in nineteen ninety five during the series six season run for five point eight million. So not quite as bad as we would have thought, but still, still a lot of money. Oh, yeah, yeah, still a lot. Yeah, interesting. All right, <laughs> that's a random tangent, but hey, uh, but I just thought it was so cute. The two of them, I love it so much. I love them so much. They are cute. It would. Oh. They're so cute. I like baby. You're the greatest. It's kind of cheesy, but like I was like, yes. oh, that's adorable. Because she is nice to Concepcion, and she agrees to share the inheritance, 
and she says, "Baby, you're the greatest." Uh, like, let's be very clear, Concepcion still got the most. I'm saying, no, <laughs> I would guess so. The inheritance that the rest of the siblings got was not. <laughs> equal, I hope so. But- <laughs> yeah, I hope she kept a little for herself. Uh, and then Cece says, "Tell your father I'll be back in a few weeks." <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, yeah, when Niles like gaslights her. Um, <laughs> yeah like gaslights her and then runs away and gracie's standing there with cc's just oh yeah that's so funny she's going nuts again well (laughs) and she's fanning herself with the muddy maxwell oh my gosh cc what did she say she's worth 20 million something like that yeah she like let her her like net worth be known in this one and i think it was like 20 million i was like whoa well i mean she she talks about having the sports car and having the the, uh the racing horse and super rich where is chester because they bring him up because that's when he makes that joke about the smell being her decaying youth right but she's like (laughs) oh god it smelled like a dead cat and then they're like you have a dog and she's like oh my gosh uh and fran says don't worry we're taking care of chester but i'm like yeah we took care of him or something like that so maybe we haven't seen him in a in a while that's true okay so then we have the fashion for this episode it starts out with a pink jacket with a black design. They said it called it a drum major jacket. Yeah. It looks like in a, oh, yeah. in a drum major. And this was uh, the pink suede. They said pink suede drum major jacket with black shorts. And I kind of liked it. It's, I don't know. Did you not, did you guys, you didn't like it? Uh, I liked no. the little shorts. Um, those little, uh-huh. they almost look like little tuxedo style with the little buttons yeah. on yeah. them. Um, the jacket part. Mm, I mean, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Either, I didn't. But... I don't know if I like the pink. Maybe it would have been better in a different color. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like the pink. It's kind of El Woodsy to me. <laughs> That's true. I, I hadn't like even it. thought of that. <laughs> but then she wears a black morning dress. That's just what I called it at the uh, opening, mm-hmm. and it's got long sleeves, a deep square collar. And she has a hat on. And this is Dolce Gabbana. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looked good. And then she has the patchwork jacket with a black turtleneck underneath with black skirt, nylons. And this also Dolce Gabbana. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. wow. And that's according to the Fran Fine database and what Fran wore. But that one was from Fran Fine database. And then she asked in the f- fantasy she has the denim and sunflower dress with the black turtleneck underneath black tights <laughs> her pregnancy dress yeah. so and no surprise no designer there <laughs> <laughs> so larry what would you give this episode um for this one i think i'm going to go with a 7 what about you, Colleen? Um, I'm going to go slightly higher. I'm going to go 7.5. There was some funny lines in it. There was some funny stuff. So I agree with you. I'm going to go 7.5. Oh, I, and... thought you were gonna, I thought you were going to show us up, Rachel. So did I. I'm like expecting <laughs> like an 8.5 or a 9. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait until that's coming. That's coming. <laughs> I got to save those. Uh, so then we have episode 20. It's the prenup. And this is pretty simple. Maxwell 
get some pressure from his family that he needs to ask Fran to sign a prenup. She freaks out. She doesn't like the idea. And <laughs> they have some problems. This we get a guest spot from Whoopi Goldberg mm-hmm. playing the dog photographer slash wedding photographer. And I think this one is pretty funny. I like it. Uh, what do you think, Colleen? I thought it was pretty good. I thought Whoopi was a better guest star than some of the ones they've had. I thought they used her fairly decently. Mm-hmm. You know, like when compared to like Roseanne, for instance, it was a lot mm-hmm. better than that. Mm-hmm. But I like this one. Yeah, this one has a 7.9 on IMDb. Uh, what do you think of it, Larry? Yeah, I like it as well. I, I mean, I guess... I always am confused. I never quite understand the big deal of prenups, but (laughs) I don't know. Um, It does seem like something Fran would be upset about. I I um, would be too. If I were the person. Yeah. I guess I just don't understand. I I don't know. I've just, I've never been in this scenario. I would never have a reason to have anything like that. I'm not personally not wealthy that I would ever issue or try to get one. I don't know. I just, um, I'm always like, ah, who cares? I was, I'm, I'm like Sylvia in this episode. Ah, sign it. Who cares? Like, <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know. But <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's maybe because you're maybe not as much of a romantic as the two of us are. So the idea <laughs> of the maybe it's, it's not as hard, right? But I mean, I would have I, my lawyer there if, if, if you know, if I'm in a relationship yeah. with someone that wants to have a prenup, I certainly have a lawyer. I mean, that's mm-hmm. someone that's in my life is a lawyer, an attorney of lawyer. some kind. Yeah, so my attorney would like, be reading yeah, it. it should be <laughs> negotiated, and you know, you should certainly have a lawyer present. I definitely think that. But I mean, when you start putting in a weight clause, then we have some problems. Oh, yeah, that's that's that, awful. That's where the problem comes in in a prenup. But if it's like <laughs> you. you I don't know it's the rest. True. That's where it does get out of control when he's putting yes. in like how many times you have to sleep with each oh, other right. and stuff well, like that's that. The like Fran wanted yeah. to. Put in. <laughs> if, it's, if it's strictly financial and the person is you know has a lot of assets, I get. I'm not. I'm not excusing it because I think it's a terrible idea, but I can understand <laughs> it for financial yeah. reasons. Unlike that, well, there shouldn't be any other reason to have it. I mean, Val does make a pretty good point that he's probably just trying to protect you from the relatives, you know, coming in and not give, not wanting to give anything. And at least this would guarantee a certain level, you know, kind of a thing. So I can understand that, but that could probably be taken care of in a will versus a prenup. Right. But uh, yeah. What did you think of this replacement for Cece? Do you think that was a funny <laughs> gag? I Yeah, I did think it was a funny gag. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially I when too. she walks in and she just looks like a young Cece and just yeah, <laughs> like starts insulting Niall. I know that actress. She used to be on so on One Life to Live for a very long oh, time. Really? Yeah. And do you remember? I'm going to go on a Hallmark tangent for a second. Do you remember Naughty or Nice with Hillary Burton? Uh huh. Yeah. Do you remember the woman who stole all the decorations? She was the competing neighbor who. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. No way. That's her so name, random. Her name is Jessica Tuck. I know. I know the She's dumbest Tuck. stuff. Like, <laughs> I know. And her character on One yeah. Life to Live died. I want to say she had cancer or something. It was a very dramatic death years and years oh ago gosh, on One Life a, to Live. 
Yeah, she's done tons of shows. Yeah, her Jessica talk. Looking, she did Doc Dropped a Diva, which is your fave. I know. Oh, Dropped a Diva so much. Now I'm going to have to go find which um, episode that was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She did a ton of General Hospital. Who knew? And she really did look like oh, yeah, she did a different version of, of Cece. And they did a good job, I thought, with that. Yeah, that was good. That was a was perfect. That was good casting. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I also love that. It's kind of fun to see Niles flustered because with yes. Cece, it's just mm-hmm. so second nature. He knows her yeah. well, so he can just throw the insults back. But with this like new young woman running around, like he's just flustered and is not like on his game with his quick and witty comeback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't know how and- to deal with it. And Fran was really funny. He's just like, water, I've swallowed my tongue. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> and, yes. And her whole thing, did you think, because I sacrificed five years of my life to raise your children so you could go off and achieve financial success, that I was going to hire some barracuda lawyer to take everything you've got so I can retire in the Riviera and go blonde? <laughs> Who thinks of such things? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, and then there's the clause that she has to maintain a certain weight. Oh that is so awful on that, every that is, level. Yeah, that's so rude. Yeah, that was the one that I was like, whoa, nope. No, now I'm not signing it. That's when I'll get offended yeah. if I read a clause like that. Then it's like, oh no, this is I'm gonna rip this right now. Yeah, that is so rude. And uh, uh, but and I agree. also like yeah. let's uh, here's the thing with Sylvia. Yes, she is not like thin. She's not like Yetta, but they appreciate they like that clause and you know the way they talk about yeah. her. She's always eating. You would think she was like a contestant on My Six Hundred Pound Life. Like you would think right. she was like morbidly obese, like humongous. Yeah. Like, it's like no, she's and she's well put together. Like right. they make it always seem like good. Sylvia is like this abnormal being. <laughs> right. That's a good point. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. And so they go to the get the pictures and Whoopi is both a dog photographer and a wedding photographer and Sammy's niece. Right. And she was pretty funny. I liked her and she was just like to Sylvia, get this thing together. What's happening? <laughs> Your daughter's <laughs> over 30 and not married. <laughs> you need to intervene. She was funny, I thought. And I have to say that Whoopi Goldberg, she looks exactly the same. Yeah. I, It's amazing. I mean, if you look at her now and her in Ghost, like, it's not that different. Yeah. She looks A so... little bit in the hair, and that's about yeah, it. Yeah, her hair's grayer, but that's, yeah, not yeah. much else. Face-wise, not much. No, not really. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty impressive. That was 30 years ago. And she ago. doesn't seem like she's the type and has had work done. That I can no. tell. No, she's just so like, you know, so laid back. I don't know. She seems very like bohemian. <laughs> yeah. And I, maybe that's maybe that's benefited her. Her yeah. lifestyle has benefited her um her, you know, aging process or whatever. I did laugh when she just like started commanding them like dogs. Like sit, stay, like <laughs> And I also think- laughed when Yetta like <laughs> yelled, "It's not kosher." Eating the dog, <laughs> eating the liver snaps with milk, screaming, <laughs> "It's not kosher." <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> it's just all we have now is a joint MRI. <laughs> yeah, <Her and> Sammy. <laughs> 
Sammy <laughs> with his just uber famous family all the time. Yeah, I know. He has all these connections. I still can't believe how many episodes he's been on. That ra- they got Ray Charles. I just still can't I know. believe that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Mr. Schiffold says, Fran doesn't sign the prenup. The wedding is off. And that's when Val talks to Fran. Says you should just sign it. He's probably just trying to get them off his back. And and Fran says, Val, that ginkgo is beginning to kick in. (laughs) I did think I was kind of interested, though, because I would have thought Sylvia would have also been one to be against something like a prenup but maybe she's just so desperate that she's like yeah, what, what's the matter with you just sign it practical has gone out the window with her yeah, she's like screw it just sign the prenup <laughs> and get it done with what's wrong with you friend. Uh so <laughs> then she gets the call Brighton has hurt himself in a what's it skateboarding accident roller hockey like roller, roller hockey, hockey. Okay. that was a weird joke like about the cup <laughs> yeah yeah uh-huh. that was that was why do they do that it makes me uncomfortable i don't know they made it seem like everybody like every male just has a cup laying around right and And he's still only what 16 or 17 i don't know why are you trying to age him come on stop yeah yeah at least it wasn't too skeevy but come on it was just weird but uh yeah it is weird and so frank can't go in if she's not family and so she dresses as an in a nun's habit to see Brighton. And she, where did she even find this? Did I? She steals it off of a nun. She stole it from a nun who was walking she, like, through she, the hospital. She knocked the nun out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what she, she did. What she lost her steal in the yet closet. What she yeah, did yet? She locked her in the bathroom. Women down. She locked her in the bathroom. I bet, like she did yet. <laughs> Locked her in the stall. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty Locked bad to do to it. <laughs> do a nun. Get her Throw a the nun. nun in the closet and lock the door. <laughs> and she doesn't even give it back. She still has the clothes. <laughs> yeah, she has it at the end. So this naked nun just in the closet at the hospital. Um, <laughs> There's crime all over the place in these episodes. <laughs> I did love that the guy is like, uh, are you wearing makeup? <laughs> what comment are you from? I know. And she said, what did she say? I'm from the Sisters of the Divine Miss M. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I did like uh, Maxwell walking in and saying, you'll just buy anything that's on sale, won't you? (laughs) That was good. (laughs) That made me laugh. And uh, he gives her the adoption papers, which was so sweet. Yes. After. Yeah, it was a nice moment because they both compromised because she's like, you know what? I'll sign it. Uh, you know, we, we well. Let me add in the the little clause about we have to sleep with each other, uh, so many times a week. But I'll sign it, and then yeah, he obviously and the Onassis like, no. clause. Yeah, the Onassis clause. Uh- <laughs> Which that's a shocking thing if that really was if that's really true. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jackie. Nothing would surprise oh me with the, that like, family. I can't. It was kind of funny that that he wouldn't kiss her in the yeah. <laughs> PTSD I went to Catholic school I can't. like isn't uh, stealing a nun costume something like um, like Sophia would have done on the Golden Girls or something yeah, I know she was definitely. a nun there I for mean, about five again, minutes 
it does kind of make me laugh like think of the golden girls when they walk in in those little outfits that's um, my i told you that's my favorite episode ever like yeah. my favorite line blanche that's my favorite blanche line so yeah i think of that i was like oh no <laughs> i did love like them eating all of brighton's little food too <laughs> right it's and i at least cookie. have the cookie and she has it in her mouth I mean, if it was raisin, you know, somebody can take it away. I don't want it either. But gross. I hate raisin. No, I hate raisin. <laughs> yeah, Are you a fan, raisin. Rachel? No. Oh, wow. Yeah. We all agree. It's not like chocolate raisins. chip. Take this cookie. Yes. <laughs> I don't want raisin. Yeah. Um, and then she's going to dress up as a nun to get out of traffic, a traffic ticket or whatever at the oh. end. And that's. The fashion in this episode, she starts out with a tiger uh, print suit skirt outfit with a black turtleneck. And then she has on a very iconic dress for the show. She's wearing the candy wrapper dress mm-hmm. with black sequins on the back. And it's by designer Jeanette Kastenberg is the name. Do you guys remember when they not used- most Chino. Do you remember when I know. they used to sell? Have you guys been to an M M&M and M store? You know how they used to sell like yeah. M M&M and M handbags. It makes me think of that. They mm-hmm. used to sell the cutest little handbags that were not cheap. I mean, for that kind of, it's not like they were thousands of dollars or anything, but they were a couple hundred dollars to put. They like basically made. They took like M M&M and M packages and made a handbag out of them or something. It was cool, but I would never wear when I use it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> This evidently for the what Fran wore Instagram, she was saying this was the holy grail. Like she'd worked for forever to try to figure out this one. She was very excited on the Instagram when she posted uh, posted it. It's a pretty iconic look, I would yeah. say. I like. I did it. laugh because they got a good joke too out of Sylvia when they asked mm-hmm. her like, "Are you? How's your diet going?" And she just like looks at her dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. Fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then she has on, she puts on a cobalt blue jacket over the dress. And then you see the nun habit. And then the final scene, she's in jeans and a speckled sweater. Ooh, I hated that sweater. That was bad. <laughs> I hated it. It looked a little small to me. It just looked cheap. It was, yeah, yeah. it was another one of those like grandma made it crochetish looking look. things. <laughs> Sort of. colors were weird and yeah it did look which... small yeah yeah well so what do you give this episode larry um i'm gonna go with a 7.5 on this one mm-hmm. what are you about you Colleen? Oh, i'm gonna go with an eight we're kind of in a pattern here <laughs> <laughs> oh i actually think i'm gonna give this one an 8.5 oh a right. very good a little bit higher i think it's pretty funny yeah. all right next episode is called best man and this nigel comes back and uh, it they spills the beans at maxwell's bachelor party about the fact that he and fran were going to run off together so mr sheffield is super mad at fran and they have all this drama they almost break up but then they end up making up and i love this episode so much and i love the first part when they were almost run out together. I think I gave that a 10 or a 9.5, I believe. I gave it a very high score. I love it. And I love when she's just about to put that, you know, she puts that letter on his desk and you hear the music. (laughs) 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 It's so good. And and then she's got to get it back. 
And, and so I love that original episode and I absolutely love this episode as well. I love pretty much everything about it. I think it's super funny. I think it's super romantic. It has one of my favorite jokes of the whole show, which I shared with you in our, in our group chat. And this one has an 8.3 on IMDb. So pretty high mm-hmm. for IMDb. Yeah. And overall, what do you think now, you know that I love it. What do you think Colleen about this episode? <laughs> it's okay you don't have to love it as much as me not quite okay. no i really like it but i don't quite love yeah. it as much as you but i do think there's a lot of good moments in it and i do like nigel i don't know there's something charming mm-hmm. about a second british well if you count niles yeah. i guess i'd be a third but <laughs> another brit in the in the household i kind of like that mm-hmm. what do you think larry yeah i think it's a fun episode overall and obviously we end up in a very nice place yes, that i just knew was a, a a rachel moment um yes. when we get to the final part of the episode but <laughs> yes bichette meant yes. to be meant to be that's what we are we're naked without each other <laughs> like my finger <laughs> so good um so it starts out max is auditioning chorus girls for the show and marla naples marla maples is there and of course she was married to donald trump and they had a child together and tiffany yeah tiffany and (laughs) sorry things had already gone south at that point yeah, I don't know the timeline on on the marriages. I have no idea. I don't think it was long. I, I as I recall, I but studied that in my yeah. spare time. <laughs> <laughs> no, either. <laughs> so this aired in 1998, and and so there's kind of some jokes about that, and and and, and Niles kicks her out. He's like, I've waited five years for this wedding. I'm not gonna have. Uh, ruin it and it turns out that max and marla had a fling together Uh, yeah just two years under two years ago so pretty recent and then nigel comes and he's dating uh i think her name was jean pierre something like that dating frenchie (laughs) (laughs) and what do you think of the jokes throughout about yetta getting the blender named paula and and the bread maker oh my god the bread maker Uh, (laughs) and she says that she had the blender as her wedding gift named paula who could do miracles with a pineapple oh my gosh that's funny (laughs) and so nigel forces max to have a bachelor party he doesn't want to at first fran says i think you should have one and it's Sylvia says that who do you think the they ran off with the girl who came out of the cake <laughs> at the bachelor party? And it says it's your daddy uh, did. And I feel like we've gotten lots of stories over the course of how her and because she was supposedly pregnant when they got married. We've heard that before. Mm-hmm. So. She says, do you think I went to Hershey's, Pennsylvania to see the Amish? (laughs) (laughs) And I like when Maxwell says, I find it hard to believe two people could spend so much time together with such sexual tension. 
<laughs> with nothing happening. Oh, I don't. Really? <laughs> and, and, he, and he says, she mentions the taking back uh, the I love you. And he says, does it make you feel bad and guilty? That's why I say it. <laughs> That's why I always have to bring it up. <laughs> and I, I also love the joke when Maxwell says, you have plunged a knife into my heart. And <laughs> She says, are you sure there's no Jewish blood in you? <laughs> yeah. For sure. I will say, as we get there, do you think it's equivalent, uh, this random girl versus brother? Yeah, well, that's what Maxwell says with my own brother. Yeah, I mean, because he gives in, obviously, when we reveal his own whatever. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I also am not completely with Maxwell because I agree, like, y'all weren't in a relationship or anything. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> but also, I'm like, mm, I don't know that brother and random one-off girl are equal as well. So just all, all of the equivalences. I mean, if they're happy, I'm happy. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think there's some truth to that, that she should have told him about it. For sure. Yeah, I feel like siblings. I guess it depends, but I feel like that's just not a good idea. She says, "I had Sheffield mania." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, I think that's what like upset him as much is that he says that um, you know that she didn't tell him is is what really I think put him in as dramatic of a state as he was in. Yeah. Well, and she, but she says you and I were nothing. So, yeah. you know, what did you? She says, what did you expect me to do? Sit around waiting? You know, uh, I think I think it would be better if they hadn't like been living in the same household these years. Like if they were, you know, it'd be different if they worked together but didn't live together. That makes sense. Yeah. No, I. I mean, I think she should have told him. Yeah. But. I understand too why she kind of was just hoping maybe it would go away right because Nigel's not there if Nigel was living there then in town she would then she probably would have she probably would have had to tell him That's but I mean I'm glad that this isn't something that like you know uh, was the last second actual fallout rom-com style like mm-hmm. when everything's going well and we're leading up to them being in a relationship most romantic comedies give you that like oh just kidding right like, fallout before they inevitably get back together by the end type of thing and i don't think that this was actually like i mean i get yeah it's a big deal but it's not something you can't work through uh, pretty easily because I think they both had valid points and reasons. So I'm glad that it didn't cause us to be like, oh, we're going into season six. They're broken right, up again. Right. Will they get back together by the end of the show? Um, so yeah, they didn't stretch it out. Yeah, yeah which thankfully it would have annoyed have me painful. a lot more. Yeah, yeah. that would have been painful. Mm-hmm. So, but she does get back the ring, and you hear Sylvia. <laughs> Working out. She says, You can't do this. I already dyed my shoes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. And then my favorite joke in the whole show, probably in six years. I just think this is so funny. She says, I'm going to throw myself in the Hudson. She says, Mom, flooding New Jersey isn't going to solve anything. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I think it made me laugh. I mean, anytime we get like guilty or guilt dramatic, Sylvia, I am in love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's so good at that. Solve anything. Rick Shaw, who's the writer on this episode, well done, sir. That was hilarious. <laughs> so that was one of my favorite. And then Cece comes in and says, You've been hanging around here for five years. You're the biggest doormat there is. <laughs> Yeah, but we yeah. see Cece being a good person. Yeah, she's the the Prozac. <laughs> they said there'd be no that side was, effect. That must have been the the big time when Prozac was a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> they said there'd be no harmful side effects. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and so Marla ends up coming in, and Maxwell realizes that he's been beaten <laughs> in this and she says and Fran says oh I'd go for a little crow <laughs> which is so good and I just love this whole scene between the two of them when she says it's there's a word in Yiddish for that machette which means meant to be because that's what we are we're naked without each other like my finger <laughs> it's so cute I love it so much <laughs> And so he gives back the ring and says he loves her. And we're all ready for the wedding. Yay! <laughs> and I just love this episode. I think it's so funny. I think it's so romantic. And oh, the fashion. So it's good fashion, too. She starts out with jeans with a multicolored blue jacket. And that's Moschino. That jacket was fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's more than just like a good for Moschino. Got a fabulous. That yeah. was I, beautiful. Like a blues, my blues, my favorite. So. Oh, yeah. I liked it too. Yeah, I like heels with it too. I liked because yeah. um, I feel like, I don't know, mm -hmm. especially when she's in jeans. I guess I never take good note of her shoe, right. but I, I said, right. my eye went straight to it. And I was like, oh, wow. Wow. This is, I like the whole outfit. I thought she looked good. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then when she's in the cake, she is in a sparkly gemstone kind of purple spaghetti strap dress with a feather boa. I thought she looked beautiful in that as that well. That was an awesome dress. Yeah. yeah, she looked great. Big, big hair. Yeah. And then she has a pink uh, and fuchsia kind of skirt suit with a super short skirt. When she was sitting down <laughs> on that desk, it is so short. <laughs> Rachel, it's true. <laughs> it's so short. Uh, but super cute. I liked it. My beat. It's Christian. It's who? It's Christian LaCroix. Oh, okay. My beef with that suit is that ugly brown sleeve. Like, why was one of the sleeves brown? Oh. I didn't mm. like that. I don't know why. I know it was a, like a color block, but I thought it looked weird. But I like mm. it overall. It brown. Yeah. That's true. And then the very end, she's wearing kind of a yellow blue print ensemble with a yellow headband uh, to get the uh, bread maker. <laughs> I like that too. I can't believe I liked every, pretty much everything. It was a good episode. There's no for like duds this no. episode. So, Larry, what you give this episode? I'm going to go with an. I'll go with an eight. I'll just step it up seven, 7.5, and now an eight. 
Very good. And Colleen? Mm. I'm going to go with a nine. It's a really good one. (laughs) All right. I am going to give this episode... I'm going to give it a 10. What the (gasps) heck? Oh, oh my. it's your favorite joke. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> it's gotta be. you? If you never use the 10, then it has no meaning. You got to give it's it at true. least it's what, true. like twice. Yeah. Uh, so this is, I love that, especially as a combination of the two, mm-hmm. a two packer. It's so good. Those two together. I would say I've frequently watched those two together. Oh. <laughs> frequently. <laughs> so good. So there we go. Now we're ready to go for the wedding. Yay! <laughs> and it's going to be super fun. So let us know what you think of these episodes. Frankcast 14, we've been having a lot of fun engagement on there. We really appreciate it. So check it out on our Twitter. And it's been- Fran and the nanny are on HBO Max yes! coming soon. Celebrate! <laughs> yes. Next week, right? Oh, yes. April, so it's going to be perfect. Just when we're talking about the wedding, is the first episode, first episodes on HBO and Max. It's going to be all six seasons, as far as I understand. That's so awesome! Oh, if you yeah. are a big nanny fan and you haven't had access to the shows and have been listening yeah. along, then now you have a chance to watch and talk with us about it all since that's it's on very, HBO Max. Yeah, that's right, on HBO Max. So this is so exciting. And so let us know what you think. And uh, Larry, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that so much, especially now when people are going to have access to the streaming. It'd be great if people found us a little bit easier on iTunes. So please leave your ratings and reviews. And Colleen, where can people find you? Uh, you could find me on Instagram and Twitter at L-E-L-E-Lily44094. And our FranCast Instagram is FranCast1993. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. And you can also find me at the Hallmarkies Podcast. Lots of good, fun stuff happening over there. So make sure you check that out. And thanks so much, everybody. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.